the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's a Friday, and across the state, not such a fun Friday. Uh, we've got flooding everywhere along the uh, Arkansas River. Uh, I was just watching Fox was doing a huge uh, story on it just a moment ago. They had a reporter in Conway, had another reporter out in Russellville, and uh, evidently, there it was it in Russellville, I think he was talking about, they just had a breach in one of their levees there. In Russellville or Dardanelle? It must have been Dardanelle. Yeah, Dardanelle's had a, a pretty large breach uh, in the levee. Um, and obviously there's um, there's a lot of levee situations throughout the state. Right now, county officials are going out with uh, the Corps um, and monitoring uh, those levees. In a lot of places, they have um, some minor leaks and, and kind of seepage and things like that. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're putting more resources and manpower into those areas and really monitoring those. Um, but the, the one true breach right now, um, that I'm aware of is in Dardanelle. It's a pretty massive breach. So there's not, not much they can do once, um, you have a breach like that. So, uh, the the plan now, the plan of attack is they're working pretty feverishly uh, with sandbags. They brought in um, National Guard helicopters to help uh, provide some of the larger sandbags, drop right. those into place, and keep it out of the city limits of Dardanelle. Um, that's, that's the goal right now. So um, uh, we're monitoring that as well. And, and quite frankly, Dave, when you're talking about a 500-year uh, flood, yeah. something we've never experienced here in Arkansas, um, it's it's a, it's a lot to keep up with, but from the Red Cross who's flown in and and, and helping out with um, shelters if need be, and we haven't had a lot of requests for that yet. Um, but with the National Guard here in Arkansas and you know, our federal delegations really involved with this and, and making sure we get all the assistance we can from the federal government, um, the governor's administration. State police, Adam, uh, everybody's working uh, and and working together to make sure that we you know mitigate this and, and minimize uh, the cost uh, of the damage as much as possible. We obviously got some good news late last night from from President Trump in the White House, uh, just a day after the governor uh, sent that letter uh, requesting federal assistance. The president was quick mm-hmm. to action. He signed that. Um, and that'll really help uh, open up federal resources for the state of Arkansas. So that's that's kind of a snapshot of where we are. 
Um, it's it's a lot. It's also a very different sort of natural disaster in that we've seen this coming. There's it's, not much you a, can do. It's a slow yeah. unfolding natural it disaster. It is. It is. And in Fort Smith, um, you know that area up there has seen uh, the largest amount of flooding right now. But that's because that's where the majority the water of it comes is. in first. Uh, it ha- it has crested up there, so you'll you'll start to see um, the waters recede. It'll take some time, um, but but that's. You know, silver lining that you know that has crested, so you'll start to see that water go down. Um, but it's moving its way to Ozark, um, and then by I think June third, it'll be down here in Little Rock. You're already seeing what's happening in Dardanelle and and, and the Russellville area, and and it hasn't crested there yet. So it, again, it's just this long, slow roll uh, of a uh, of a natural disaster. So we're monitoring it. We we've you know there's been thousands and thousands and thousands of sandbags that are being filled by. Uh, uh, community volunteers, neighbors. I mean, the stories that the governor's heard, um, you know, either just phone calls into the office or out there uh, talking to folks or on the aerial tour mm-hmm. yesterday. It's it's the neighbors helping neighbors. It's, you know, the guy next door running over to help, you know, move the furniture upstairs in, 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 a, in their neighbor's home or uh, the North Little Rock basketball team out there filling sandbags. Uh, it's actually kind of neat. They were working on their drills, but it was sandbags and not basketball. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just the natural spirit of Arkansas is, you know, whatever, whatever is needed, folks are going to step in, pitch in and help out. And so, you know, that's that kind of gives you a little bit more. Um, uh, confidence that you know. Obviously, we're going to get through that. We're going to get through this regardless. But I mean, the spirit of Arkansas is what brings people together, um, and so that's been really nice to see. But it's a lot of water. Uh, we're doing everything humanly possible uh, to mitigate the cost and mitigate mitigate the damages. Um, but it's it's we're going to be dealing with this for a while. All right, J.R. Davis is with us, the uh, governor spokesman. He was out. To West yesterday with the governor, we had Alan Clark, Alan Clark, Alan Kerr on uh, the uh, insurance commissioner, and he gave you a lot of good information about if you're going to be affected about this, uh, some things that you needed to do, some calls you need to make uh, so that uh, you can try to make it a little less palatable uh, as you're going uh, through it. I heard on a story, I'm, I just happen to be in here in the studio watching Fox News, and then I, whenever I see stories come up about Arkansas, I always watch. And they said that, is there a power station in Dardanelle that they're afraid they're going to lose into the river? Is that right? I, I'm not sure exactly what the details are on you know what all is at stake there. But obviously, when you have, and you've seen the video, I'm sure people have oh, seen the video shoot. all over um social media but when you have a breach that large you know you you start to you know um calculate that they were talking about the worries that the town itself was going to completely flood sure yeah i mean that's that's why they're working right now as hard as they can and quickly as they can to Mm -hmm. shore up the this the uh the uh city limit there uh, the city line to make sure that they can at least do everything they can to prevent that water from going into the city or redirecting it um and so that's that's really the most difficult part right now is is you've got to monitor these levees you're doing everything you can to make sure that these levees are uh are are strengthened uh as best you can because you know the, the interesting statistic here dave when you talk about just the sheer uh uh, the sheer strength of the water, right? You always talk about it. it's it's yeah. one of sort of that it's that calm 
strength of the water. You see it, you don't think much about it. We talk about turn around, don't drown. Uh-huh. So many people still continue to make that mistake. Yeah. I mean, the water can take you away in your vehicle or on your feet so quickly within seconds. Um, but to put this in perspective here, this is from KTV here in Little Rock, talking about just the strength of the water uh, and the quickness of it. In Little Rock, the flow was 435,000 cubic feet per second. That's 11.7 billion gallons per hour and 281 billion gallons per day. Mm-hmm. That's more than Niagara Falls. Uh, normal flow at Waterfall and Niagara Falls is 150,000 gallons per second. The flow in, Arkans- in the Arkansas River in Little Rock is 3.2 million gallons per second. Whew. So, I mean, you're talking about... You know, you see Niagara Falls and it's falling and it's, you know, it's, it's uh, splashing up. You and you hear the, the roar. The roar and, and you think to yourself, man, that is unbelievable. No one could possibly live through something like that. And we're talking 21 times uh, the speed uh, of Niagara Falls is the Arkansas River right here in Little Rock. And Little Rock hasn't crested yet. Yeah. And so we're, we're so we're it's really getting, it's getting close to the bridges going over the river. Is. Have you noticed that? It is. It is. And and I know over uh, we have one of our agencies ADEQ across the river in in Maumelle, or in, in North Little Rock. Um, you know they they're seeing the water uh, creep up as well. So it, it's something that people cannot take lightly. Uh, you know the governor mentioned this the other day. It's it's sort of astounding where you know you see the impacted areas where the flooding is, and that's every that's all anyone can think about, and for obvious reasons. You go a few miles, you know, into Fort Smith, and it's kind of life is normal, normal. And, and there's not much yep. going on. But I think that's a scary thing in that people aren't really paying attention uh, to the things that can really get you into trouble. And so right now, the Department of Emergency Management is really pushing um, uh, pushing uh, the life safety part uh, of this flooding, which is, you know, the turnaround, don't drown. Even if you think that you can get through uh, part of a road that's that's got water running over yeah. it. You, you never you, know you what's you never under know, it. You don't know how deep it is. You don't know if anything's, you know, if the road has eroded, eroded underneath that's right. it. Maybe it's not there anymore. Yeah, and also just... You know, remember that water is coming over much faster than you think it is, and it doesn't take much uh, to to lift something off the ground, especially a vehicle. Uh, and then, and then that's it. You know, it's really difficult. So, turn around, don't drown. That's something they really want us to push and remind folks of. And then. Also, just stay out of the floodwaters. I, I look. I remember I was in college. There was one time down at uh, Arkansas Tech where the, you know there was a tremendous amount of rain. There was flooding, and, and students do what students do, and and that's they're running around in, in the waist deep water and kayaking down the uh, some of the the ditches and things like that. It sounds like a good idea at the time. It's a terrible idea to get out there in the floodwaters for a number of reasons. One, there's a lot of wastewater treatment facilities that this water is running through, and also chemicals. You've seen some pictures on social media, the sheen, the different colors on top. Uh, It can really, really harm you uh, if you're out there in the water. So that needs to be on people's minds. Stay out of the floodwaters for your own health. And also, uh, with the water rising as quickly as it is, you know, the animals have to go somewhere. So there's a lot of snakes uh, in the water. There's a lot of other critters in the water. You need to make sure that you're staying out of the water for those reasons as well. And then finally, it's the rubberneckers, right? It's the folks that, that come out and, and want to uh, uh, see for themselves what the flooding looks like and where it is and those sorts of things. Uh, and that's something folks need to really take a lot of caution with because that can get you into trouble pretty quickly. Um, and and the, uh, the uh, rescue attempts, as good as our National Guard are, 
uh, and they are stupendous. Um, if you're by yourself and you're in an area, uh, there's probably not going to be much help. So you've got to be able to use that common sense to uh, keep yourself out of those situations. So those are some of the life safety things we're really pushing right now, making sure that folks understand uh, what can help save their lives and their loved ones' lives, friends, so on and so forth. All right, let's get our first break in. We'll do that right now. It's the Dave Ellswick Show, 101.1 FM, The Answer. All right, we continue here on the Dave Ellswick Show. J.R. Davis is with us. He, of course, is the governor's spokesman. He's giving you a, a quick overview of what the flooding is like along the Arkansas River. Things in Dardanelle are not good. I'm going to send a picture that Shane Stacks just sent to me to Elizabeth that shows the breach uh, from two hours ago uh, out in Darnell of the uh, of the levee there. And it is um, unbel- it's unbelievable. It really is unbelievable to picture. Uh, Shane also wanted me to tell you that tomorrow when he does the show at 1, it will be a special show that he is going to use dedicated to updates on the flooding. Any calls or messages that you want to send in, uh will be used um, they'll of course verify first they'll uh, saying if you have to ask for any help or whatever or you want to offer help uh, he'll announce that as well over the air um, and then uh, he said if I want to come in with him I'm welcome to we'll have to see how things are going and uh, Elizabeth just sent me a, a text and said uh, if folks think uh, the tornadoes are bad Water is the most destructive natural weather force that we have, and it only takes four inches of moving water to take a car away, completely off of a a road, and move it down. And so that's why, you know, turn around, don't drown. I mean, we're going to keep repeating that to you uh, as as well. It's dangerous. Very. I look about four years ago. I lost a friend. Uh, during heavy rains up in the Cabot area. Uh, We had some of those, you know, kind of quick flash flood areas. And for whatever reason, he went around the barrier. He uh, thought he could get across. It was deeper than he thought. Uh, Came up the side of his door. He decided what he needed to do. He was only a few yards from the other side. And so he was going to wade across. To the other side. He's just a few yards away. I mean, we're not talking a far distance. We're mm. talking a short distance. And the water swept him away. He was on mm. he was on the cell phone with some folks when it happened. Oh man. And he drowned. And he's not with us anymore. And you know, that's that's sad. Don't get out of your car. I'm just telling don't drive into moving water. Don't go around barriers. I know you think you know the road, but I'm just telling you you don't know what's under the water. Yeah. Just be careful. No, it's scary. And again, a lot of these, you know, a lot of the search and rescues sometimes, you know, stems from, there's freak accidents, but sometimes it's just, you know, just take those precautions to begin yeah. with. And and especially at night. Um, but, you know, yesterday we uh, uh, participated in a flyover tour. Uh, it was the, uh, the governor hosted it and, and, Senators Bozeman and Cotton and Congressman Westerman flew along. I uh, saw uh, Congressman Con- uh, Westerman's uh, 
playback of that on Facebook. Unbelievable. Yeah, it really was. Um, and and so and, and then of course Congressman uh, Womack uh, was there for the news conference. He's been on the ground there in Fort Smith for the last few days, and it was just really remarkable. You know, we we've done this before, and we did a flyover in 2016, but it was in it was uh, in sort of the winter months, uh, and there was some flooding. Um, down in the southwest section of the state, and and you you certainly got a, a feel for what the flooding uh, looked like then. But man, I tell you what, you know where we are now, uh, you know in in the year at the end of May, going into June, this is certainly going to have an effect on our farmers uh, and the agricultural industry here in Arkansas. Yeah, they've already been t- taking a beating. They already have. Yeah, with I mean, there's been it, the the weather has been um, difficult already with the tariff situation um, has been uh, hurting some of our farmers and uh, in, in, in some aspects and and then of course you throw this on top of it and it, it really really is difficult uh, on our farmers the governor feels it for them um, and he is doing everything he can to help again mitigate uh, the damages uh, or at least the the costs um, for those farmers uh, I know President Trump uh, you know visited with the governor uh, on the phone. Uh, I believe it was uh, Tuesday uh, afternoon, um, and and so got a feel for what the state of Arkansas is going through. So, you know, there's there's just there's a lot there's a lot of anecdotes, um, but but the flyover tour itself was just really uh, incredible, uh, for lack of a better word. I don't know how you describe it. The sheer yeah, magnitude of it. Yeah, when you see it, it has an impact. There are parts, yeah, absolutely. There's parts, Dave, where you're flying over it, and you literally don't know what part is the river. Uh, and what part is the flooding? Because it's just this massive body of water, uh, and and you can figure it out when you see the the rooftops of some homes uh, or businesses surrounded by um, the water. And you know, one some, something that I, I uh, just just kind of stayed with me, and I, I tweeted some video out yesterday. Um, there was this basically island uh, in the middle of all this water, there was this sort of rectangle patch of land with one tree and several <laughs> head of cattle. And, and that just really kind of speaks to the, the issues that our farmers, uh, our cattle farmers, uh, are dealing with obviously our, our row crop farmers as well, uh, with the fields, just, just drenched, uh, in water. And so, um, there's just a lot of aspects of this flooding that, uh, we have to take into account and, and assess that damage as we can. But again, this is a slow process. Uh, folks, as difficult as it, it is to hear, just need to remain patient. Uh, we, we've, we've got to let the waters recede in some of the areas that will start that process, you know, north of, uh, Ozark, uh, we'll start, you know, that, that water will start receding. We'll start being able to go in there and assess that, the damage there and see what we need to do. Um, and then just follow that, uh, on, uh, so on and so forth until it gets out of Arkansas, but it's just going to take some time and it's going to be around for a bit. As far as, uh, you know, uh, small business loans and FEMA funds and all the rest, uh, where should people contact about that and when should they start calling? So uh, the Department of Emergency Management is our uh, sort of uh, boots on the ground, if you will, as far as FEMA and those assessments uh, uh, and that sort of thing. So Um, my good friend Barbara over there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just had her on yesterday. I tried to get her on today, but she is just, I mean, she's like a a one 
a one armed man in a paper hanging contest right yeah. now. I'm just telling it's, you. It's, no, it's a lot. And everybody is. I mean, from, you know, the National Guard has done a tremendous job. Uh, the Department of Emergency Management is really uh, keeping tabs on everything. I mean, we, we're, we're, I can't speak. Uh, any higher of of the National Guard and the Department of Emergency Management, you know, the state police, everybody is doing everything that they can. Yeah. But again, this is something that we have never experienced in Arkansas. And the governor spoke about this yesterday from a closed down Garrison Avenue bridge in Fort Smith due to flooding. And that's the bridge that connects Arkansas to Oklahoma across the Arkansas yes. River. And it's just astounding. He talked about the, the historic magnitude uh, of of this flooding and it so, went from, so that whole area where they have the sheriff's uh, uh, museum and all that is that all flooded? yeah so the, luckily um and the the very intelligent folks who built the u.s marshals museum made sure it was actually above uh where um the, i think it was uh, a few feet above the actual floodplain there so oh, the, wow. it got it got Good close it got very close but it didn't get into the the um marshals museum there um, there is the, the sort of the riverfront park there yes. in Fort Smith. Is astounding. That. It's yeah, I've place. been to concerts there. I, when I was a news reporter, I covered events out there, and and it's really incredible because what you see right now is the very top of twenty foot light posts. Those are completely underwater. Wow! So it's uh, it's it's really remarkable. And when we come back, we can talk about really what those uh, presidential disaster declarations mean, and okay. kind of talk about that a little bit. Here's the news. Back with you, Dave Ellswick, here at 101.1 FM, The Answer. We got, uh, of course, the governor spokesman on J.R. Davis. Uh, yesterday, we played back uh, a previous uh, interview that I did with him, and I thought it was important to, to give it to you again about how government was going to change in the state of Arkansas. Now that that's changing, J.R., you get a 500-year flood. Yeah. How, how is it affecting that? Is it affecting it in any way? And which part? Because you're changing. You're changing the way, you know, you're going to have, uh, what, 15 departments oh. instead of, what, 40-something well, departments. I mean, the go- no, that's a good point. I mean, the governor, he did make the – he's made the point before. This is, look, we're just – I mean – you know, transformation state government doesn't of government doesn't change uh, the situation on the ground right now, and so you know the Department of Public Safety on July one uh, will will include state police and emergency management um, with Jamie Cook as the secretary, and she'll still be handling her handling her duties with Alita. I mean, those are two critical functions uh, of of natural disasters and, and sort of keeping the peace and even little factors like the governor mentioned, you know, looting in some areas. You know, you got to make sure that folks from Oklahoma are coming into Arkansas or Arkansas. Is it happening? There are some cases uh, where it's happening and uh, the National Guard and state police um, have stepped in. And, you know, you see a lot of that, too, in natural disasters where you'll see. Well, sure, after tornadoes and National Guard uh, yeah. members, you know, posted in, in certain neighborhoods and things mm-hmm. like that just monitoring it so it's happening and that's just you know that that's uh, uh unfortunate uh we we definitely want to showcase arkansas uh in a different light now we'll say this i mean it's a, a very small circumstance so there it. are people that but what we're trying to do is make sure that you know arkansans have a knack for helping each other out uh, you don't see a lot of looting but in the cases that there are uh we're going to put uh, folks in place to help um um, divert those individuals. Right. Now, this is Dave Ellswick talking. <laughs> this is not the governor's, you know, uh, ideas or, or JRs. But bottom line is, if you're out looting, and and you're looting people who are going through probably at this moment the worst moment in their life, 
Right. You are a scumbag. Absolutely. I mean, I remember what I what, what just has just stuck in my mind forever and always is Katrina uh, and New oh, Orleans. Oh, you saw that, and yeah. You saw it. I mean, man, just <clears throat> the the looting was ridiculous there. And obviously, we're not having anything close like no. that at all in Arkansas. But there's obviously that Arkansas possibility. wouldn't allow that. Exactly. I'm just telling you, it wouldn't allow no, that. No, and that's where I – and the governor mentioned that. He goes, he expects – you know, uh, Arkansans to to be good to each other, and everything that we've seen indicates that's exactly what we're doing. We're helping neighbors out, filling those sandbags. Uh, you know, uh, Congressman Womack gave an analogy the other day about uh, you know a, a little kid who was three foot nine or something uh, from from that little kid to uh, one of the star athletes over there in Fort Smith. It's like six eight six nine or something phil so everybody no matter the size no matter the age Doing is their pitching part. in um and the governor uh, told the story of where he's he's called a lot of these county judges and he personally has stayed in touch with them making sure that they have the resources that they need uh, and he sort of jokes that every time he, he calls one of them they answer the phone out of breath uh, and he says, I know exactly what they're doing. They're filling sandbags. Yeah. You know, and so you've got these officials that are out there in the trenches helping, uh, uh, you know, alongside their community members, uh, filling those sandbags, putting them in place. Um, so it's been really, really remarkable. Uh, I do want to get to this, Dave, uh, talking about, um, you know, uh, federal assistance. Okay. Yeah, I want now, you to let me talk just, about this. Let me clarify. It, this is where we talk about the patients part because, you know, the, the, um, uh, the good news overnight is that President Trump has signed that disaster, that, that emergency um, declaration for Arkansas due to the historic flooding. It's in 16 counties, uh, those most affected counties. Um, and so, um, um, it, so that was the start. That allows us to kind of tap into those federal resources as we need them. Right. right? So okay. that, that's big. But the patient part is we we have to be able to assess damages. And so right now you've got folks saying, hey, I'm I'm out of my home. I'm in a hotel. There are those situations where it's really difficult. And there are some uh, low interest loans from FEMA that can help folks, you know, in the in the uh, in sort of the interim period right now. Right. Um, But once those assessments come in uh, and the water starts to recede and we can actually see exactly what the damages are, uh, there are opportunities for people out there, individuals and household uh, programs, the IHP, that's housing assistance for temporary housing, repair, replacement of existing homes. Uh, That's one part of the FEMA. There's a lot of qualifications you have to fall under, but the first one is that you your losses are in a presidentially declared disaster area. So that's okay. that's why that's so important to get that uh, done and taken care of now. Uh, there's also individuals and households program other needs assistance, so O&A. Uh, that's personal property, child care, medical and dental expenses, funeral and burial costs, transportation. There's qualifications to go on with there. Of course, when you're talking about small businesses, uh, there's a small business administration, business disaster loans. Again, these are uh, those low interest loans uh, for uh, small businesses, uh, you know, that have some damages or destroyed property. Uh, they also offer home and property disaster loans. That's a partnership with FEMA. Um, and then you go on and down the list: emergency farm loans from USDA, uh, non-insured crop disaster assistance program with USDA, uh, emergency conservation program uh, with USDA. So there's there's a lot of different programs and and uh, 
and opportunities for folks to tap into those resources at the federal level. Um, but but that's going to be that's something that has to wait right now because we have to have FEMA come in and do those assessments of the damage, and then we can really start to um, repair and recover. And that's that's sort of the the second tier uh, once we get there. Right now, we're still responding, uh, and that's what this is all about. So, you know, uh, as as the waters crest, as they rise, the first uh, and the most important thing is to keep people safe. Uh, and so if there have been, uh, you know, evacuations uh, called for in your local area, uh, and a lot, and these are all volunteers. There haven't been any mandatory evacuations yet, um, but but I heed the advice if you're able. Um, that's oh, what yeah. that's for. So we're, the biggest goal is: look, we can't stop the water. Um, this is you know you, you talked about it, Dave. That that you know tornadoes are they're always seen in hurricanes are seen as just this incredible power. Um, but you mentioned it, I think during one of the breaks that that flooding itself, just water, is the most destructive. Uh, form of a natural disaster. Well, look, it, it's moving. It's going to erode, but it stays right for a long time. Exactly. Yeah, and so that's something that you just have to be cautious about. Don't tempt Mother Nature. Don't Mm-mm. put yourself or your family or friends in that position. So it, again, these county officials, they're getting the messages across. If they feel like there's a, a need for an evacuation, um, heed that advice. Uh, again, don't make mistakes. Turn around. Don't drown. Don't risk driving your car just because you have to get somewhere. Do not risk driving your car 100 feet where you think you're good because, again, it takes just a second, and, and you can't get that back. Well, on so, top of that, you get in water that's deeper than you think, and you go, oh, it's only about 20 feet over there to the other side, and you get out of your car. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah. Don't so do it. Just don't put yourself in that situation. Um but but as I mentioned, there are those programs. They there will be availabilities. Um, you know, the governor's already put three hundred fifty thousand dollars into emergency funding, uh, and that is of course for resources and things like that to the you know uh, to help with the sandbagging and things like that. So that's that's what that's for. And then after the response is over and the receding begins, that's when those assessments will take place. And then that's when you hear more and more about the programs that are out there for folks, because we want people to be able to rebuild. We want people to repair their properties and recover from this. And we know we will because we're Arkansas and we've been through situations um, before uh, we've had to kind of pick ourselves up and dust ourselves off and, and, and you know, really make a, a better day than we've had before uh, the disaster took place. Again, this is a different kind uh, of flood than we've ever seen, mm-hmm. um, and it is going to take some time. Um, but we will recover. The governor is is focused on this. Um, his administration is focused on this. Uh, and we're going to do everything we can to get the people of Arkansas back on their feet. Um, but it's going to take time. That's what people need to know. Yeah, it just blows my mind that you told me that that bridge from Oklahoma into Arkansas is underwater at Fort Smith. It's it's not underwater. Oh, they, they've okay. closed it though because oh, there's because, yeah, because of the high well because of the the high waters. I'm not sure yeah. when that will be reopened. But yeah, I mean it's just you know I think that obviously look I'm no engineer, but I think when the water gets that high, there may be some, some a lot of stress. Yeah, a lot of stress and some maybe some possible structural issues. You just mm-hmm. want to be better safe than sorry. 
sorry. Yeah. Uh, and that's the most important thing. So, um, but yeah, I will say that I can certainly cross off, uh, you know, doing a news conference in the middle of a bridge. I've never uh, done that before. And, and, uh, and so it was really remarkable to kind of take in the situation uh, and look around and see the water and, and sort of realize why you're there uh, and take that in. So it was pretty remarkable. But again, just. And the, you were glad that the river didn't rise for an six inches while you were there right right yeah i was uh it was it, but it, Whoa, you know what it was that silver lining that, and i want to say this too the governor really uh was appreciative of sort of the spirit of fort smith and my goodness if if there is one city in arkansas um that is just you know resilient uh more than any other city it's got to be fort smith arkansas mm-hmm. you know from from the the job losses at whirlpool and places like that and then they rebound and they bring companies in and the revitalization they're doing in downtown fort smith uh, and then you have this flood strike i mean but the resiliency of fort smith is really incredible and so the governor said that yesterday he said look uh, and that's what I love about our governor. Let me just say this: he's he's not gonna he's he's not gonna sugarcoat things. Like he's not gonna tell you that hey things are gonna get better quickly or anything like that. He's gonna set the stage and say, look, this is what you can expect. We I can promise you we're gonna get through it, but but it's gonna take some time. And and yesterday those were those comments were reflected in what he said to the folks there in Fort Smith and said, look, it's gonna take time. We're gonna be here for a while. And yeah, it's gonna be frustrating. He said at times. exactly. He said, but this is where it starts. And and he said the way that Fort Smith. Uh, and its residents uh, have handled this uh, through preparation and the response and and how he knows they'll handle the recovery is how he expects every single city uh, and their population to handle this as it moves through their town. Because wow. Fort Smith has been remarkable. Um, they have they have. You know they they know how to uh, they they know what it means to be resilient, um, and they have come together and it's been it's it's been really remarkable. It's been inspirational. Um, but again, I think Fort Smith is sort of a uh, a snapshot of of what's Arkansas going to be happening whole, all across because the, state. the spirit of Arkansas is strong. I think that's what's going to get us through this. Um, and the things that need to happen. Let me just stress this: the things that need to happen are happening or have already happened um, in in the situation we're in right now with response. So that's what's going to be very helpful once the response is over and the repair and recovery uh, begin. So just so folks know that, that we're doing everything we can, we've done everything we can, we will continue to do everything we can um, uh, during this response time, and then we'll turn our attention um, to recovery as as the river starts to recede. Okay, before we take our break, let me remind you what Alan Kerr, the insurance commissioner, said yesterday. Call If you're affected by this flood, you need to call your insurance agent. Uh, the insurance department has put out a memo to all the insurance companies asking them to go extra miles with people who have been affected by this, but they don't know that you need extra you know, time or anything like that unless you call them and talk to your personal insurance representative. So make sure yeah. that you do that. No, and that's a that's a, uh, a great call, Dave, and and from Commissioner Kerr. You know, that's where people want to know, like, what do we do first, right? What do we mm-hmm. do first? Well, if if you are insured, uh, you have an agent. That's that's got to be your first call. Yeah, uh, and and if and if something happens and and you you may not be covered in that way, they can certainly point you in the right direction and give you a little more clarity on the situation. So, uh, and, and again, be patient with with our folks. 
um, uh, you know, on the ground, um, whether it's the National Guard or Adam, um, and, and whether it's phone calls that you have coming in, they are uh, they are working hard around the clock. They haven't stopped, um, and, and I think that just kind of speaks to the character of both of those uh, well, the the organization departments um, uh, and and what what it means to be an Arkansan to them and and what it means to help out their fellow Arkansans. So they've put a lot of work into this. They're going to continue to do that. We're going to continue to monitor the situations with the levees uh, and the flooding as it comes into Little Rock and through Little Rock and on down to Pendleton. Um, but but that's that's where we are right now. It's going to take some time, but but we'll get there. We'll recover. Um, but but we just need some patience. All right, we're going to take a final break, and then we'll come back and have just a few moments to talk to Jr. Jr. Davis is our guest, Governor Spokesman. I think he's giving you a pretty good overview of where we're at right now in the state of Arkansas with the flooding that's going on. Don't forget that today is the last day of May. It's the last day of Motorcycle Awareness Month. So if you're looking for some great coverage, a great rates for your bike, get it with somebody who rides a bike as well. Because they know about motorcycles and they know what you should be doing to insure it. And Dwayne Smith with Allstate Insurance can help you out with that uh, because they ride themselves. It's always better to buy your motorcycle insurance from someone that rides one. Give them a call at 501-819-0373. 501-819-0373. And also May is National Military Appreciation Month. And the Dwayne Smith Insurance Agency has over 30 years of military experience. They're vets, and they love our military men and women. You stop in and let them tell you how much they appreciate your service, and then let them show you how much they can save you on your insurance. Call Dwayne Smith with the Allstate, Dwayne Smith Allstate Insurance Agency at 501-819-0373, or stop by, visit with them. 3920 East Keel Avenue in Sherwood. So let's finish up for this hour. And uh, if you've missed this hour, we're going to repeat it in the 4 o'clock hour because a lot of important information here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Look, here's what we're going to talk about. I went and saw Godzilla last night. If you're a Godzilla fan, don't miss the movie. That's my review. I'm just telling you. You'll love it. It's awesome <laughs> it seems like are you a godzilla person i, I don't know much about godzilla oh, dude, i saw i remember the the one that came out in like the late 90s right no Wasn't that was one? a terrible one that, yeah uh, but yeah, i remember was, the uh, preview of it yeah the preview was was terrifying as a you know i you know i i those movies with the big tail coming through you remember that was like a, it was a tv it's what aired on TV and the in the uh, trailer and stuff, but it was like started off with just some people talking or something. Yeah, and you see this tail go through the city. Yeah, anyway, that always yeah. kind of just freaked me. Well, out the, a, the big thing was they used a freaking iguana. Godzilla's not an iguana. Okay, I'm just telling you, he's not an iguana. Godzilla's Godzilla. He's the king of the monsters, like but he's the king of the monsters. Don't get in his way. You do not want to mess with him. But anyway, it's a great movie. Loved that movie. And uh, if you loved Godzilla as a kid, this movie will bring a lot of great memories back to you. All right, let me finish up with you, JR, because I know you got things you got to get back to. Uh, let's talk about, again, people need to be, you know, uh, patient about everything. I'll, I'll give you another time to, to tell people and call for patience. 
Yes, absolutely. And it's not what they want to hear, but we got to let them hear what is important. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, first of all, just know that uh, Governor Hutchinson um, uh, is 100% behind uh, every community that's being affected by these floods and every resident that's being affected. We're going to do everything that we can uh, to help mitigate the costs and the damage uh, throughout this process, uh, the governor has his administration in place from Adam, uh, to, which is emergency management, to state police, uh, to the National Guard um, that are all hands on deck at this point to make sure folks are safe. Number one, that's the key. Um, but the, the reason we ask for patience is they don't call this the 500 year flood for, for no reason. I mean, there's this is going to be with us for a while. Um, the rivers is moving fast, uh, but slow in the same time. We're just kind of watching this follow, and it's cresting at different levels uh, in different places at different dates. Fort Smith, Van Buren, we've seen the crest there. But even at the crest, it's going to take some time for those waters to recede. And that's when FEMA uh, and state officials, along with federal officials, can, can get on the ground there and assess the damage. And that's when you'll start being able to, to receive some of the, um, the help, uh, the necessary help as far as, uh, uh, you, know, you know, rebuilding your home, repairing your home or small business and whatever it might be. So that's what we're asking for the patients. Um, the governor's already provided uh, $350,000 in emergency funding uh, just for the resources and response right now. That's what we're looking for. Um, so, uh, just that's, that's the biggest, the biggest takeaway. If anything else from this interview is one, just be cautious. Don't put yourself in harm's way unnecessarily. Um, that's turn around. Don't drown. Don't risk it. Uh, stay out of the floodwaters if at all possible. There's a lot of chemicals, there's wastewater, um, that's running through there. And then of course you've got snakes and things like that, that are, uh, that, that are all up in the, uh, floodwaters there. Uh, you know, don't go out and explore. Uh, no need to put yourself in that situation, Absolutely. Uh, especially at night and things like that. And the other is uh, the state of Arkansas, the governor is going to put every resource possible. Like I said, he, he already put it $350,000. We're going to do everything that we can to make sure that communities have what they need uh, for response efforts uh, and then for recovery and repair efforts uh, after the fact. So um, we're behind you. The governor's monitoring all this. He's staying up to date. He's getting briefings uh, a few times a day on this stuff. Uh, his staff is staying up to date on this. So we're, we're in this, and we're going to do everything we can to help the people of Arkansas. But we need you to be patient and stay with us. Uh, and once we get into those reco- the recovery mode, um, there's going to be a lot of opportunity out there, uh, and we're going to make sure that folks know where to go to get it. All right. J.R. Davis, spokesman for the governor's office, thank you so much for the hour. We will talk to you next Thursday. It's the Dave Ellswick Show. Stay tuned. we got news coming your way.
Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.